بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه المعجز بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لله ملك السماوات والأرض يخلق ما يشاء يهب لمن يشاء إناثا ويهب لمن يشاء الذكور وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا وقال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام كلكم راع وكلكم مسؤول عن رعيته أو كما قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showered us with countless bounties. Previously, alhamdulillah, we touched on the importance of time, which was during the holiday period, and how important it is for us as parents to ensure that we keep our children busy in those things which are beneficial, beneficial both in terms of dunya as well as deen. Today, I would like to just shed some light on this particular bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and expound on it a little more, which is the gift of offspring and children. The verse I recited before you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ To Allah belongs the kingdom of the heavens and the earth. يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ He creates whatever He wills. يَهَبُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ إِنَاثَ Allah grants as a gift to whomsoever He wills female offspring. وَيَهَبُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ الذُّكُورِ And Allah grants as a gift to whomsoever He wills, male offspring. Generally, we know everything we possess is a ni'mah from Allah. It is a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us of this additional favor and this bounty of being blessed with children. And in fact, to teach a lesson to the people of Jahiliyyah who had no value to their female offspring, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the first gift is to be blessed with a daughter. Because in the days of Jahiliyyah, it was frowned upon for a person to be blessed with a daughter and they were guilty of infanticide and burying their daughters alive as we are well aware. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlights this fact that this is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, as parents and as followers of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is of utmost importance that we understand how to take care of this gift and how to use it as a foundation for a legacy for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in future. We are taught in Sharia, in the teachings of the Qur'an, to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even at the, before the child is born. In fact, in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we are taught that it is amongst the rights of a child that the parents choose noble and religious spouses. In the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi says, Addressing the females. If a person with nobility, with good akhlaq, and is upright in his deen, he's regular with his salah, comes to propose, then accept that proposal. If you do not do so, fitna will spread in this world. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addresses the male saying to them that many times people choose their spouse or their wife on the basis of various things, their lineage, their family name, 
but fadfar bidat al-din talibat yadak ensure that you base your in, your decision of marriage on the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a right that children have over their parents, that the parents need to choose a spouse which will be a noble mother and a noble father, creating an environment for them to be able to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world. In the Quran, in Surah Ali Imran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of the dua of a lady who is the mother of the mother of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, Imra'atu Imran, the wife of Imran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of the type of supplications she made when she realized that she was pregnant. إِذْ قَالَتِ امْرَأَةُ عِمْرَانَ رَبِّ إِنِّي نَذَرْتُ لَكَ مَا فِي بَطْنِي مُحَرَّرًا فَتَقَبَّلْ مِنِّي The child was not yet born. She just realized she was expecting. And she said, Oh Allah, I have made a vow and a pledge unto you that this child that I carry in my belly this child will be dedicated and devoted to your service, the service of your deen. فَتَقَبَّلْ مِنِّي And I beg that you, and I beseech that you accept this dua from me. تَقَبَّلْ in Arabic means that something is not worthy of presenting to Allah, but we are pleading that, Oh Allah, I'm asking with humility to accept this particular dua. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ the verse continues, فَلَمَّا وَضَعَتْهَا قَالَتْ رَبِّ إِنِّي وَضَعْتُهَا أُنثَى When she gives birth, she realizes it's a female. She thought it would be a son that she could dedicate to the service of the scholars and Sayyidina Zakaria salam, who was a Nabi of Allah serving at that time. She realized it was a girl and she said, إِنِّي وَضَعْتُهَا أُنثَى Oh Allah, I gave birth to a girl. وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا وَضَعَتْ And Allah knows what the condition of the child would be, male or female. And she says, وَإِنِّي سَمَّيْتُهَا مَرْيَمْ I gave her the name Maryam. وَإِنِّي أُعِيدُهَا بِكَ وَذُرِّيَّتَهَا مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ Allah, I seek your protection for this daughter of mine and for her progeny from the attacks of shaitan. So the child, before the child was born, there was a supplication and turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the protection and the preservation and the dedication of this child for the deen of Allah. After the child is born, the same dua is made for acceptance and Allah announces in the Quran, فَتَقَبَّلَهَا رَبُّهَا بِقَبُولٍ حَسَنٍ Because of the sincerity of this dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of the mother of Maryam, who is the grandmother of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam. And a point the commentators mention in this particular part of the verse, inni sammaytuha Maryam, is that she says, I named her Maryam. So they say when the husband and wife are arguing about the name, then the wife could have the upper hand because the mother of Isa salam was named by her, by her mother. So a mother does have a privilege of choosing, on condition that the name is sound in Sharia, which is another point which I will touch upon now. The next point is once a child is born, what is the right of this child over the parent is to ensure that we give the child a good Islamic name, a good name which possesses nobility. Because the name has an effect on a person. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أحب الأسماء إلى الله عبد الله وعبد الرحمن وأصدقها حارث وهمام The most beloved names unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are Abdullah and Abdul Rahman, the servant of Allah and the servant of Ar-Rahman. And also amongst the dearest names to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Harith and Hammam. Harith means that person who toils and he makes an effort to benefit other people. Hammam is the one who has the concern of other people in his heart. So he's constantly concerned of, concerned of how he could benefit the rest of mankind. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an, when he was blessed with his first son, Sayyidina Hassan, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Ali was known as Al-Karrar, the mighty warrior. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ali, what name did you choose for your son? So Sayyidina Ali said, Harb. Harb means a warrior, a fighter. 
Rasulullah said, no, name him Hassan, the beautiful one. Then after some time when the next son was born, Sayyidina Hussein, Rasulullah said, Ali, what name do you have in mind for the son? He said, Harb ya Rasulullah, a warrior. So Rasulullah said, no, name him the second beautiful one, Hussein, name him Hussein. So giving a beautiful name is also something which is noteworthy in our sharia. And I'll share with you something which I don't think, I've got some extended family, they might feel a bit uh, upset, but they know that I mentioned the story as a lesson for myself and everyone. In my extended family, one of my distant relatives, they named their child, the son was born, and they said, oh, we found a nice word in the Quran. I said, okay, what's the name? They said, the name is Jarad. The word is Jarad. Now this was a few years ago when there was a similar name of a midfielder for Liverpool playing at that time. So they thought they'll find a word in the Quran which sounds similar to a Jarad. And they can say it's found in the Quran. I said, Ya Allah, the word Jarad in Arabic means locust. So you're choosing a name merely because you found it in the Quran. Lucky they didn't find the words adjacent to it in that same verse because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the various types of adab which came on the nation of Fir'aun. Arsalna alayhimu tufan. Tufan is one which is a storm. Wal jarad and locust, wal qummal and lice. So if they had to choose any one of the others, either lice or storm, they would have been in a, a bigger problem. And alhamdulillah, they changed the name. The point is, it does not be over-enthusiastic to find something which is so new because there are words in the Quran also which refer to shaitan, jahannam, iblis. So we need to ensure that it is a good name, a name which possesses good meaning. Rasulullah sallallahu found a particular lady in Medina Munawwara. She had a name which was inappropriate, Asiyah, with a sad. Asiyah means a disobedient one. And Rasulullah sallallahu said, no, we name you Jamila from today, the beautiful one. In our deen, we are taught to take out good meanings and understand good messages from the actions and from the names of people. So that is the second responsibility which we have, is to give them good names, inshallah. May Allah give us tawfiq to do that. Thereafter, it is our duty as parents to ensure that we facilitate and we arrange for them good company and a good sound education, a healthy environment. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anhumah says, I was sitting in the gathering, a young boy of 10 or 11, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the sahaba radiallahu anhum, who can tell me which tree resembles a mu'min? So the sahaba started running their minds in the various farms and orchards that they owned. So Abdullah bin Umar said, I was sitting as a young boy and I knew the answer. But I felt embarrassed to give the answer because the seniors were silent. So he told Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, oh, Father, I knew the answer. And Sayyidina Umar nudged him and said, had you answered, I would have been honored and proud in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My son knew the answer. And the answer to that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave was that it is a date palm. It resembles a believer because every part of it is beneficial. The roots are firm in the ground like the iman of a mu'min. The trunk stands strong and it is not affected by conditions which affect a mu'min. A mu'min is focused to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every condition, whether it be conditions of happiness, sadness, whether it be favorable or not, he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ultimately, it presents to the rest of people the sweet fruit and dates, which is the akhlaq of a mu'min, which he shows his good character and displays the character of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the similitude given in the 13th Jews of a mu'min. Alam tara kayfa daraballahu mathalan kalimatan tayyiba. Allah gives the similitude of a pure tree, which there is no time to elaborate on. So, the responsibility of ensuring a good environment, a healthy environment, and a supporting environment, to such an extent that our children become confident. 
They do not become recluses and unable to interact and socialize with other people. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Zubair, whose father is Zubair ibn al-Awwam, one of the Ashara al-Mubashirina bil-Jannah, one of the ten people given the glad tidings of Jannah in one gathering by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His, Sayyidina Zubair's mother is Safiya, the auntie of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, Abdullah is the son of Zubair. His mother is Asma, who is the daughter of Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, and his mother is the sister of Aisha. Can you imagine the, it's like a, a bouquet of beauty around him. So he's a five-year-old boy. Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu is walking, and Sayyidina Umar is that person Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when he walks in a pathway or a street, shaitan will choose the other street. So the boy is playing with Abdullah bin Zubair radiallahu anhu. They all saw Sayyidina Umar and they all disappeared. They fled. Abdullah bin Zubair stood. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu smiled and he went towards him. He kneeled down and he placed his hand on his head. He said, oh young boy, all your friends ran away. How come you still sticking around here? So Abdullah bin Zubair said, لست مذنبا أو جانيا حتى أخاف منك I didn't commit any crime nor did I wrong anyone that I need to fear you because you're the Amir al-Mu'mineen and I know that you would only punish a person if they need to be punished I didn't do anything wrong وليس الطريق ضيقة حتى أوسعها لك and this street seems to be wide enough for both of us I don't think there's any reason why I need to step aside to give way for you out of all, with all due respect so Sayyidina Umar smiled and he said, oh boy, what is your name? He said, Abdullah bin Zubair. So he said, my name is Abdullah bin Zubair. So Sayyidina Umar said, This is a noble family and you can see that you are fruit of that family. So it is an environment and a culture of, of building up confident youth. That they're not just stuck on their phones. They don't know how to interact with people. They don't know how to speak to people. They can't speak to an elderly person. Uh, even when it's time to get married and he'll tell his father, okay, you know what, I'll just go on a date and swipe right, choose you know, which one I want to, on an app. He, because he's not able to present that much courage in which he's able to, to find his own way. So confidence is something the Sahaba radiallahu anhum learned. And this he learned when Sayyidina Umar said, ذُرِّيَةً بَعْضُهَا مِنْ بَعْضُ He was referring to the courage shown by his mother Asma on the day of Hijrah. When Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu was under, uh, about to undertake the journey of Hijrah with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Jahal came to the house looking for Abu Bakr and he said, Aina Abuki, he asked Asma, who was 10 years old, where's your father? So she said, Kharaj, he's gone. So Abu Jahal said, قَدْ لَحِقَ بِصَاحِبِهِ It looks as if he joined his friend Muhammad and he slept, said Asma radiallahu anha. Her nose began to bleed and she looked at him and she said, عِنْدَمَا لَمْ تَقْدِرْ عَلَى الرِّجَالِ تَضْرِبُ النِّسَاءِ is this how the leaders of the Quraysh have become that you are unable to beat the men up so now you start beating on women. So Sayyidina Umar was referring to that type of bravery and courage. She was a girl of 9 or 10 years old but she was so mature that she regarded herself to be responsible enough to be an adult. This is how we have to treat our children. If we treat them like babies all the time then they'll get married and still behave like babies. They wouldn't have the courage to try to resolve an issue diplomatically, sit down and talk and iron out difficulties which face every person. Therefore, although it is our duty to take care of them, it is not our responsibility to spoil our children. That a child doesn't make an effort in his schoolwork because he thinks, okay, my mother will fight with the teacher and I would eventually pass. So that might continue for a few years in primary school. It might not work if the parent doesn't know the teachers of the high school. It might not work thereafter when they go into the corporate world. 
your father cannot fight your battle and the mother cannot fight your battle. You need to face your own challenges. So we need to develop this type of skill within our children, inshallah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he instilled this type of education system amongst the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, amongst the youth, he started with the essentials of deen. He did not regard them to be too small to understand the basics of deen. So he's sitting on his mount with Abdullah ibn Abbas, a boy of 12 years old, and he said, Ya Ghulam, oh young boy, inni u'allimuka kalimat, I want to teach you some important words. Protect the deen of Allah, Allah will protect you. It's an essential part of your faith. Ensure that whatever the essentials of deen are, your salah, whatever you need to do, do that, and you will find the help of Allah with you at all times. And then, place your trust in Allah. If the entire humanity unite upon benefiting you, they would only be able to benefit you as much as Allah has willed for you to be benefited. And if they wish to harm you, nobody can harm you except that amount of harm will reach you which Allah has willed to reach you. If Allah wills, wills rahmah for you and an opening, nobody can close it. And if Allah closes your way, nobody can open it. This was the seed of iman which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placed in the hearts of the sahaba radiallahu anhum. And his method of educating them was one of positivity. A young boy comes and he joins Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa while they are eating. And he starts eating with his left hand. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam doesn't tell him, hey, no, just how we would respond. Eating with your istinja hand, astaghfirullah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, ya ghulam, oh young boy, sammillah wa kul bi yaminik wa kul mimma yalik. We teach our children this hadith in the maktab, they learn this uh, in the first few hadith. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this to a young boy, take the name of Allah, say bismillah, and eat with your right hand, and eat from that which is in front of you. Everything was positive in the message. There was no, no, don't do this. Because as soon as you say no to somebody, automatically the curiosity to do that particular thing is created within a person. And sometimes I, I tell my students in class to emphasize this particular point. If I tell you, don't think of a pink elephant now. Everybody is thinking about it. When you say don't, 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 they end up doing sometimes what we have been screaming at them and threatening them with. The method of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was more positive. Give them some, give him an alternative. He's eating with his left hand. So tell him to eat with his right hand without saying the negative part of what he is doing. And this was how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam won the hearts of the youth of his time. In fact, his stepdaughter, she was a young the daughter of Umm Salama radiallahu anha, her name was Zainab. When he would speak to her, he would speak to her and change her name and say Zuwainab. Zuwainab means, oh, beautiful. Zainab means a flower. So Zuwainab means a very beautiful flower. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, once he was preparing for his ablution and Zainab came close to him, so he took some water and he splashed it on her. This is also the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The sunnah is not only the imama and the beard and the external appearance which we wish to emulate, but it is the akhlaq and the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he, he splashed water in her face and she was laughing. The sahaba said, Zainab, the daughter of Umm Salama radiallahu anha, remained beautiful till she was an old lady because of the barakah of the water of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on her face. They said she was an old lady, but everybody in Medina would be astonished and amazed at the beauty of her face and her jamal and her, ex, uh, her appearance. And that was due to the barakah of the water which came onto her face from the blessed hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs us in the Qur'an 
Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu qū anfusakum wa ahlikum nara O people of Iman, protect yourselves and your families from the fire of Jahannam Respected brothers and sisters in Islam, it is our duty to ensure that we create a good environment for our children. Academically, they need to be self-sufficient, but they also have to prepare for the life in the Akhirah. Like we, it is the beginning of the year now. The mothers and fathers go out of their way to prepare whatever is required for a successful academic year. Let us also ensure that we balance it, inshallah, with those things which are required to protect the iman of our children. It should not be that we come from a heritage of Islam and gradually incorrect ideologies infiltrate and come into the hearts of our children without us realizing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and our families and the children of the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-azim alayhi wa lakum. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Ashhad an la ilaha أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة I'm 
അലഹമുലഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമുഹമു
ومن يوق شح نفسه فأولئك هم المفلحون أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم الحمد لله رب العالمين له النعمة وله الفضل وله الثناء الحسن صلوات الله البر الرحيم والملائكة المقربين على سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه الطيبين الطاهرين الميامين وبعد أيها المسلمون اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون واعلموا أن الله سبحانه وتعالى قد أمرنا بأمر عظيم أمرنا بالصلاة والسلام على نبيه الكريم فقال عز وجل إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك وتحنن وترحم على سيدنا ونبينا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وعلى آله وصحبه الطيبين الطاهرين الميامين خصوصا على الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي رضي الله عنهم وعن سائر الصحابة والتابعين والأئمة الأربعة المجتهدين أبي حنيفة ومالك والشافعي وابن حنبلي وسادات علمائنا المحققين وعنا معهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وارض عنا وتقبل منا وأدخلنا الجنة ونجنا من النار وأصلح لنا شأننا كله اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في بلاد الغرب والشرق يا رب العالمين اللهم أمدهم بأمداد حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانصر أمة محمد على أعدائك أعداء الدين اللهم شتت شمل أعداء المسلمين ومزق جمعهم وغرق سفنهم وأهلكهم كما أهلكت عاد وثمود وخذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا واغفر لنا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون قوموا إلى صلاتكم يرحمكم الله Allahu Akbar Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanirrahim Maliki Yawmiddin 
إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ اهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمَ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ آمين لِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ يهب لمن يشاء إناثا ويهب لمن يشاء الذكور أو يزوجهم ذكرانا وإناثا ويجعل من يشاء وما كان لبشر أن يكلمه الله إلا وحيا أو من وراء حجاب أو من وراء حجاب أو يرسل رسولا فيوحي بإذنه ما يشاء إنه علي حكيم وكذلك أوحينا إليك روحا من أمرنا ما كنت تدري ما الكتاب ولا الإيمان ولكن جعلناه نورا ولكن جعلناه نورا نهدي به من نشاء من عبادنا وإنك لتهدي إلى صراط مستقيم صراط الله الذي له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض ألا إلى الله تصير الأمور الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم أنت السلام منك السلام تبارك يا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم أرنا الحق حقا ورزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا ورزقنا اجتنابه اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعدنا من شرور نفوسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا واغفر لنا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين